Has your company just gone public, giving you a sudden influx of wealth? Have you been saving for the future and want to be sure you're managing wisely? Congratulations, and welcome to Wealth Unlocked with Tom Selbo of Landmark Wealth Management Group. Tom offers guidance to help you make the big decisions surrounding your finances, avoid costly mistakes, and build a strong financial foundation for your future. Let's get started. Ah, yes, the beginning of the year. It's a wonderful time to re-examine and reset your goals, and that includes your finances. Tom Selbo has some suggestions and ways to help make changes. I'm Patrice Sikora, and Tom, where do you want to start with this? There seems to be so much we could talk about and where we could go. Where do you want to go? There is, and Happy New Year, everybody. I, I really just wanted to start this year on a fun note and go through, you, you get these lists all the time, and I want to go through a list of the top eight New Year's resolutions that people have put out there for 2023. Oh yeah. <laughs> so okay. We'll, we'll jump into those, but do you have any new year's resolutions this year, Patrice? No, I, they're not going to last. So I, I, perhaps I will set a goal, Sure. But that's it. And I still don't know what it is yet. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just set the bar low and you'll, yeah, uh, right. you'll, you'll meet it. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> I'm so similar. There, though. <laughs> All right. Like I'm, I'm similar and I've no big goals, but I have the, for me, it's the, the year of the four F's. So I'm, uh, my focuses will be, uh, faith, family, fitness, and finances. So I don't have big goals around those, but I, there are words I would like to keep in front of myself throughout the year. They're pretty hefty. It sounds like they are. And I'm, I'm not setting the bar too high by not giving myself something to try to attain, but <laughs> Say okay. These are areas I want to be more intentional. So let's let's try and do that. <laughs> I like it. I like it very much. All right. So top eight, and this is a uh, from online uh, statistics company Statista. They surveyed people eighteen to eighty nine years of age of their top New Year's resolutions for the year. So well, number eight. Let's just jump into this, and a lot of these won't be a surprise. But number eight: reduce spending on living expenses. And I think, okay, well, the big yeah. inflation year last year, I think you got people thinking, yeah, things got expensive real quick. So trying to reduce living expenses, number eight. Number seven, reduce stress on the job. So, <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number six, spend less time on social media. And that's just fascinating to me because I, you look at these top eight lists of New Year's resolutions over time and- I mean, you look back 10 years ago, spend less time on social media, wouldn't have been on there at no, all. No, we're there. 20 years ago, wasn't even on the radar, but the world changes and all of a sudden, okay, people's habits have changed and not for the better, it sounds like. They're trying to spend less time on social media. Number five, they want to spend more time with friends and family. All right. Not, not surprising. Yeah. Number four, to save more money. Hmm. Okay. So it's the second one on there that's financial related. You've right. had reduced living expenses and save more money. Now we've got the top three. And these are just the, the all of the ones that you could definitely guess. Number three, to lose weight. Yes. Always on there. Number two, eat better okay. or healthier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and drum roll, number one, 
exercise more. Oh, I think I've heard all of those. Yes. Yeah. It's like the cliches. Top yeah. three, lose weight, eat healthier, exercise more. It, I don't know. I think no matter how much the world changes, uh, those will probably always be the top three. Right. Right. Even at that gym seat <laughs> membership surge in January. Um, interesting about the social media. I was talking to some colleagues and they were telling me that for January, some are going, you know, the dry January, yeah. others are going no social media in January. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. It's the social media fast. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you have all these resolutions. And as we all know, it's uh, very difficult to keep them. And same is true with your finances, no doubt about it. So after we've gotten through the year we just got through, 2022, is this a good time to take a closer look at your financial plan? After all those those resolutions and goals, and let's get back down to the finances. You said two and they were financially related anyway. Yeah, two of the, the top eight, so 25%, I mean, financially related. And, and yes, it, especially coming off of a tough market year last year, I think this is a, it's a phenomenal time to revisit your financial plan if you have one. And two, if you don't have one, it's an even better time to get one in place. And there's a variety of reasons for it. It's always a good time to take a look at your finances and be intentional. But what I found, have found in with our clients is that going back a year or two ago, when we look at their financial plan it looks pretty good. It looked pretty good. And then you have a tough market year like we had last year. So assets came down. And at the same time, we had a year of of somewhat out of control inflation that was very high and levels we haven't seen in decades. So you have, you're going into 2023 with less assets and higher expenses, which are the two uh, two very two biggest variables going in the ap- absolute wrong direction <laughs> for a financial plan success. So it's a it's a wonderful time to just take a I would just call it a sober look at where your financial plan sits. When markets were looking very good a year ago, you could say, you know what, that might have been a little bit out of whack. There might have been overvaluations there, and markets may have got ahead of themselves but with this pullback we've seen great time to just get a very realistic look at how is the health of my financial plan so yes is it a great time absolutely and i would just reiterate like all of those other new year's resolutions i mean it's one thing to look at your financial plan critically important to take that first step but it's another to stick with it and stay with it for the long term. I mean, you, you, I don't know what the statistic is, but it's got to be three weeks into the year. Most people drop whatever, right. whatever New Year's resolution they had. So it's easier to be like you, Patrice, and just, yeah, no, no <laughs> resolutions. <laughs> well, thinking about what did happen last year, are you seeing or have you seen many people just say, well, the heck with this long term uh, investment strategy? I'm, I'm getting out. I'm, I'm going to use it now or I'm going to put it over on the side and let it sit until I find somebody someplace that will give me a return. We have, we've seen a number of clients want to do that. And it's a, it's why looking at the long-term plan is so critical. I mean, there are always 
moves we need to make and adjustments we need to make for the short term based on your individual scenario. But taking a long view look is always appropriate and and being disciplined about getting from here to there is huge. And what I would share is just that most, most people can really benefit from an advisor by their side to make that happen. Uh, I, I think about myself. I, I mean, I'm one of my four F's this year, fitness. And for me personally, I, I eat reasonably well. I, I'm good at the cardio thing. So if I like run or uh, get on the bike, but I'm, I'm awful at strength. And I know that's an area I struggle in. And I've thought for years, I need to get a personal trainer relationship so they can help me in the areas I'm weak, help keep me accountable and really show me how to do things properly and, and go figure. I've, I've never made the call and never set up that personal trainer relationship that I know I need. And I think with finances, it's just identical. There's so many people that know they need that extra help. They want that accountability to get things on track, but making that call to have a consultation with an advisor like myself or one of us at, at Landmark is, is sometimes the hardest part. And the accountability, that's just it. Your personal trainer keeps you accountable. Don't think that a, a financial advisor is going to yell at you or tell you, no, you can't do that. They're just keeping you accountable saying, did you think of this? Did you think of that? Absolutely. And I mean, the biggest value I bring to the table oftentimes is uh, when we take a sober look at the financial plan, we might say, um, here's here's the reality. And you can go whichever direction you'd like with this. But if you choose to go down path A, here's the trade-off. Or you choose to go down path B, here's the trade-off for that. And then just you as the client can at least make an informed decision about Okay, do I do I need to change my investment mix? Do I need to cut back spending? In some cases, uh, maybe you could spend more, and would that enhance your life? And people would just love to know. Hey, my plan is in a good spot. I actually could afford to spend more. And how freeing would that be if uh, if you were in that scenario? So sitting down with an advisor just to have that that realistic look at what the opportunities and and reality is for your scenario is is huge. And the advisor, like myself or any of us at Landmark, uh, we have a very disciplined approach to be in connection throughout the year to make sure we're staying on top of the goals and taking the steps we need to take to achieve what you want to achieve. I have a friend who once said, I'll go to the gym once I get into shape. <laughs> I looked at her and I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> Do you find people say that I'll come to a financial advisor when my finances, when I've got a handle on my finances and I know what I'm talking about? I I do find that. And it's um I can't count the number of times where somebody has come in and they've they've sort of said, you know what, I'm coming in and I'm feeling embarrassed. Yes. Because I I don't really know what I have. I don't know how it fits in. And and I always just level set that and say there's no reason to be embarrassed at all. This is great. Let's look at what you have. See where you're at. I will help you understand. And there, that's why you hire professionals like myself. Exactly. And especially after a year that we've had, I'm sure many people are scared. They are. And it's. I would just say, 
in my over 10 years of experience and even my colleagues who have many more years, this is a very difficult time to manage money where we're at with, with this economy and coming out of a pandemic scenario we haven't seen uh, in an inflationary environment and a, a slowing economy. It's a very difficult time to manage money and that can invoke a lot of fear and a lot of people start to feel not confident in choices they may have made on their own. Doesn't mean they were good or bad, but getting that consultation to say, yeah, here's what you got. Here's where maybe where we can optimize that is, uh, is very difficult or uh, very important to do. And it's because it's such a difficult time to manage money. I think it's very important to at least get that second opinion about where you sit and are you positioned well to accomplish what you need to accomplish. It's been a long time since you talked about what it's like to come in and have a consultation, that first consultation. Tell me what somebody can expect when they finally do get the guts, the courage, the whatever to reach out for a phone or for um, a text, uh, email. What can they expect from you? Yeah, so the the first meeting of taking a look is really just, um, it's all about you and what you're looking to accomplish. So I get to know you a little bit. I share a bit about me, but really it's around what are you, who are you? What's important to you? What would you love to see happen when it comes to, uh, when would you like to retire? Would you like to fund children or grandchildren's education? What about charitable uh, intent? And so I just get to know you, get to know what's important to you. And the, and then we go down the road of saying, okay, do, if you think it's a good fit and it would be a good relationship, we start to gather some information and put together that comprehensive financial plan. And when you work with us at Landmark, we are comprehensive financial planners, which means we look at the whole picture. We will help you with the investment management, the accumulation, the distribution planning, all of that. But we will also help you with tax planning or business planning. If you own a business, we will help your risk management planning. So what happens if you die too soon? What happens if you become disabled? What happens if you live too long and help you manage those risks? We will also come in and partner with you and some of our other partners to help put an estate plan together so that if you don't have one of those, your, your intentions and wishes will be carried out when you become disabled, incapacitated, or or ultimately pass on. So the first step is us getting to know you. But then if it seems like a good fit, we start to gather information and give you advice in all of these areas so that we have the roadmap to get where we want to go down the road. And again, someone shouldn't be embarrassed to come in. Not at all. It's a, uh, I don't bite and it's a, uh, <laughs> Uh, it's it's actually very fun. And most clients, you know, I would say all clients, leave those meetings feeling relieved and refreshed. And um, and I, I just think I see on clients' faces the anxiety level go from a 9 or 10 sometimes when we start talking about their finances. And by the end of the meeting, they're feeling like uh, maybe a, a 4 or 5, just thinking, you know what? Maybe I'm not in as bad of shape as I thought. This is really great to get some concrete steps I can take to achieve my goals. And that stress and anxiety level, just I can see it on their faces, come down and get wiped away. And it's a, and it's a privilege for me to be in that position, to see that and help relieve that stress. 
We're coming off a pretty rough year, as we've been saying. What kind of stress levels have you seen? You just mentioned them for new people, but what kind of stress levels have you seen in your existing clients? Yeah, it's less, they've been less stressed for sure. And a lot of that comes back to our clients have a plan. They, we, they know, they know what we're going to do if we have a good economy. They know what we're going to do if we have a bad economy. So there's some stress is already relieved from the get-go. And we just say, okay, we've had a struggling market this year. So let's go down the road of the plan. What are we going to do when there's a bad market? And we know what steps we're going to take. And that's one. But the other one is we, in tough market years, we are in uh, very frequent contact with our clients to let them know what's going on, what we are doing in the, in their investment portfolios if we're managing their money and just giving them that very frequent touch so that they feel informed and not like uh, the world's falling apart. We can give them that informed pos uh, position to know where things are at. So they felt pretty, even though it's not fun, it's never fun going through a difficult market, a difficult economy. If you have a level of understanding and broader context, it becomes much easier to weather that storm. Tom, we've kind of covered a lot of ground here, but is there something we haven't mentioned you want to make sure that we do as we start this new year? Yeah, I, I, the biggest one would be, I, I, I would just reiterate, I haven't seen a more important time in my career to start or revisit a financial plan. When you have these converging forces that are, detrimental to a plan, such as reduced assets and higher expenses, it can really change the long-term outlook. And you might need to make some adjustments to achieve the goals you want to achieve. So just taking that first step to say, yes, I want to look at this. Let's see where I am is critically important. And myself and the team at Landmark, we're here and happy to serve. All right. And then how can people reach you? You can reach me at Tom Selbo at landmarkwealth.net by email, or you can learn more about me and my team at landmarkwealth.com. All right. And for all you listeners, follow this podcast to know when the latest show is ready for you. And if you find this information helpful, please share with friends and family. I'm Patrice Sakora, and thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to the Wealth Unlocked podcast with Tom Selbo. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. And follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook at Landmark Wealth for all podcast updates. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Landmark Wealth Management Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.